Well, if Wednesday was a missed opportunity tonight, Phillies had uh, to take advantage of every chance they got, and they were able to do just that here at Citizens Bank Park as they hold on and win it 4-2 to in Game 3 of the NLCS. They take a 2-1 series lead in this one, and uh, we're going to talk all about it. It's a Friday night roundtable edition of the postgame show. We welcome in Scott Fransky, Larry Anderson, and Tom McCarthy, who has uh, joined us as well to talk about this win. and. You know, we talk about game threes, the importance of games three. And, uh, well, the numbers don't lie, Tom. Uh, you win game three, often you win the series. So let's let's hope it plays out that way. Well, I thought going into the series that this was today and tomorrow were the two most important games of the series just because of the pitching uh, and what Ranger would have and then potentially what the Phillies would throw tomorrow. So, you know, they get one back. I mean, that's it, it was huge. I mean, Rob said on television that Ranger was lifted because it was – third time through the order I, you know I don't know um, you know it, it's to me that's interesting uh, but the bullpen stepped up and they did their job huge double play by Eflin huge yeah. double play by Eflin and then Alvarado and Sir Anthony didn't have their pinpoint control but they did the job yeah they were able to get the the job done and you mentioned the defense uh, the, the double play was terrific Gene Segura with a couple of plays that he, he seemingly pulled the ball in back from right field and able to make the play over there at first. And, uh, you know, Scott, obviously big moments in the game. Gene Segura uh, really on both sides of it, the good and the bad, but more good than bad when it was all said and done. Certainly good to see. Yeah, kind of a magic carpet ride tonight for Gene, Seriously. huh? I up, mean, down, up, yeah. down. But, you know, I, I thought his at-bat was just classic yeah. Gene Segura, you know. Um, the right guy, right time. Yeah, absolutely. And um, – those two plays he made were terrific. Um, obviously, helped start that double play, the four-six-three on Bell. That was huge. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, wasn't the cleanest game, nope. but it, no. in the end, it doesn't matter. You get the win, and you, you got the series lead. That's what really matters. A dirty win is a good win. We'll take it. Four At this to two. Point, it don't matter. It, it doesn't it matter. It don't matter. Yeah, it it really does it not. Once again, this crowd uh, here in South Philly uh, fired up. A big part of uh, uh, the energy level, obviously, here. And you could tell that the, the players appreciate it. They feed off of it. And I think they probably needed it, every bit of it, tonight. Yeah, it was great. I mean, so so I, got, I walked in at, I think it was like 10 after 7, walking in from the garage. And I could hear the introductions of the players. And the Sir Anthony Dominguez reaction was unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, just walking in, it was almost like that. You know, that story that Jose Mesa used to tell where he thought he was late for a game because he heard <laughs> Dan Baker, but it was really Dan Fleesack. It was like thunderous when uh, Sir Anthony was introduced. It was great. It was great. Yeah, and the, Larry, the importance, you know, and I know you asked uh, Alec Bohm about this, but the importance of getting out to an early lead, albeit just one nothing. Phil's had an opportunity to put more on the board in the first. They get one of the Kyle Schwarber home run. But for a Ranger Suarez, from a pitcher standpoint, the ability to kind of, okay, take a deep breath and know that you at least have one on the board when you get out there, it's going to yeah, feel pretty good. makes a big difference. But I think everything for him, he just calmed himself down. He, he was able to go out there with the poise, the composure that we've seen from him almost as, well, for pretty much his career um, that we've seen or I've seen and kind of got back to where he needs to be. I, I, um, I, I'm not sure what he did in that second inning, if he tweaked something with his uh, mm -hmm. groin or it looked like there was something, and I, I, I don't know. I, I just I thought whether he did or not, uh, he he continued pitching outstanding, and um, I just I thought he did a terrific job. I was, I was very surprised to see him come out of that game. Well, it, it, it doesn't 
you know, it's not lost on anybody the importance of this getting this game two here at home. Uh, you know, still an opportunity, albeit a, a tough opportunity, but an opportunity to close it out here yeah. in, in Philadelphia. You may not have to go back to San Diego. Certainly that's what the guys in the clubhouse uh, on the first base side are thinking about right now. But, um, you know, that opportunity still exists, and it's because you came out and took care of business tonight. How long do you think Falter will go tomorrow? You think one inning and that's it, two innings? No. Uh, I think I, – I mean, if he pitches well, I think he goes through Soto okay. a second time. The second time. Yep. Okay. All right. All right I so mean, I, I just think – I don't think you can, you can, you know, four batters or, you know, well, because whatever. Of, because but, of what they use tonight, I don't think, I don't think they can. Yeah, 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 right. I mean, you know, I mean, again, you're probably going to have to rely on, you know, some, some multiple innings from – Syndergaard, you're going to need multiple innings. You might need multiple innings from a Gibson or somebody right. like that. I mean, yeah. um, again, they, they Rob Thompson was pretty clear prior to the game tonight. He said, look, we're going to manage tonight's game for tonight. We're going to do everything we can. If we have a chance to win it, we're going to try to win it. Well, he did that. And it's it's not like, you know, tomorrow be damned, but, you know, we're, we'll deal with tomorrow tomorrow. Yeah. And, uh, and they'll see who's available and, and – um, you know, again, it'll start with Bailey, but I think um, there's no chance Dominguez pitches. Uh, I think there's a chance Alvarado faces a hitter. Yeah, one batter, yeah. You know, if you had a spot where you needed to get Soto out yeah. um, to get out of an inning, maybe. I don't know. Um, you know, that's tricky because the three batter minimum, you know. If you don't get them like the other day with Brad yes. Hands. Right. Yeah. If you don't get them, then, then you got to face the some other guys. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, if you were hoping to just use him for one batter, then all of a sudden maybe you have to use him for more. Yeah. Everything right, Larry? Larry's, Larry's getting yep. his work done for tomorrow. <laughs> that a guy. Um, yeah, yeah, Alvarado more than likely not, uh, not going to be able to be used tomorrow. But, uh, you know, the way Rob Thompson used his bullpen tonight, it was as if this game mattered yeah. like no other game. And I think that's really how you have to approach it this time of the year, right? Because – if you worry about tomorrow, you might not have it at, at, at some point. What did Duke say? Absolutely. What did Duke say, Rocky? I, I believe he the, said the, just there is no baby. tomorrow. Oh, did he? Yeah. Is that him? Yeah. That's tomorrow it might rain. Sure? Really? I thought it was Sunday might rain. Well, that too. That too, but they don't predict rain tomorrow, but it could. It could rain. Yeah. Right. We don't know. Don't tell Patrick that. If it stays <laughs> like this, it probably <laughs> won't rain. Don't tell Patrick there, There's that. a wedding to be had tomorrow, and they're having perfect weather. Yeah. Uh, at, uh, least, at least yeah. up there. But all, I mean, all I'm saying is, like, you worry about tomorrow, tomorrow. I totally agree. I thought it was a, I thought it was a great way to manage tonight. I really did. Yeah, I thought it was a great way I to manage too. tonight. I did, too. Because they're know, kind of in the same boat. I mean, Clevenger has pitched, so he can go deeper. But they don't know what they're going to get from him. Yeah. Except oh. for hair. A lot of hair. No, you're going to get hair. You're a lot of hair and a lot yeah. of uh, rocking back, you know, kind of wiggling yeah. on the mound and stuff. Tell you what, he... you put Falter out there as well. We got we got ourselves a hair battle. Yeah, yeah and then Syndergaard will come in and release. He got a cut. <laughs> what? Yeah, it looked like he got his hair cut a little bit. Syndergaard? Yeah. No, he's got the locks. I don't know. I saw him the other day. He had it in the man bun. I thought it was tighter. Unless he, got, unless he tightened he, it up. He ran out during introductions today. It was yeah, flowing. It was flowing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you can't not in the middle of the series. Not when things are going well. No, no. I mean that's that's I where, had to get mine cut that's last where it's week. all coming. You know, I had to bypass getting a haircut. Yeah, there. yeah. I was gonna say something. It was puffy. I did, yeah. I did what would you call that? Then? Uh, well, mess. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. With is you. it fake? Uh, most of it is yeah. fake. Yeah, but uh, I, I was gonna go get it cut today because it needs it. 
badly, yeah. but I chose a nap instead. <laughs> uh-huh. Go figure. Which you better. also needed badly. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you know. Nothing better than a good nap, Murph. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. nap always seems to win. Plus, but, you're uh, just a radio guy, so, you know, you can you don't need to cut your hair right that's now. That's right. Uh-huh. I know. It's I mean, the fact that you're wearing Bermuda shorts right now, I mean, nobody knows that. Hey, it, it's brought us luck this long. White socks up to your knees is really weird, <laughs> but I don't know. Well, you know, I kind of <laughs> like the tube socks. So. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what kind of socks are you wearing, Larry? Red. <laughs> <laughs> For the fills. That, yeah. that a guy. That a guy, yeah. team player. Yeah, Red October, Larry. That's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly is. All right, so uh, they, yeah, they worry about tomorrow uh, soon. Wedding you know? tomorrow, huh? Wedding tomorrow. Nothing to worry about there. No, the tuxedo fits. Thankfully. Yeah. Now. Guys at Joseph A. Banks down in Cherry Hill really helped me out. Shout okay. out. Yeah. Didn't fit, shout out. Didn't fit yesterday. Oh, is that right? No. <laughs> Not sure why. They made some, some yes. last-minute alterations. Yeah. Huh? I have a tuxedo, but it wasn't the same style as the You own your own one. tuxedo. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which is often the case. You know, you have your own socks. You're thinking, all right, I'm going to rock this. Yeah, the lapel this. is different. Yeah, and, and the next thing you know, they're like, well, you know, we have the pleated pants. Yeah. You're like, that's not in style. Yes. <laughs> you know? I, I bought was- a tuxedo uh, in 2007, I believe it was. You're going to wear it? In anticipation of the World Series? In anticipation of going to a black tie event. Yeah. <laughs> and you- it was in anticipation of the fact that, oh, well, I'll probably need to use this a time <laughs> or two. <laughs> And uh, the late, great Jerry Clothier, who worked here for many, many years, and uh, saw his... And also in retail, right? In Clothier? Not, no, not, no I don't think so. <laughs> uh, but uh, one of the greatest guys <laughs> uh, to work here, he invited me to this black tie event. So yeah. I'm like, all right, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll get the tux and whatever. Yeah. And I, I wore it. You're the only one. No, no, oh, no. Okay. Everybody it was a black tie thing, and I wore it and uh, never wore it again. Yeah. Never worn it again? You know, when, you know when you can wear it? When we, when we roll out to the White House. But here's the deal. Here's yeah. the deal. As you relaxed. said, oh. as you said, by the time my next black tie event <laughs> rolled around, it wasn't exactly the style. Yeah. No. Still I mean, the, it was literally <laughs> probably 10 years later that I had another occasion to wear an actual tuxedo. Here's yeah. the good thing. Yeah. It'll be back in style 10 years from today. And uh, you'll be raring to go. I'm true. not sure it's still in my possession anymore. Oh. Well, mm. my, I, I, I told Patrick I was going to wear a vest, cause, but nobody's wearing a vest. So he said, And I was going to wear a navy blue vest because Meg Meg's wearing a navy blue dress. And um, I think Carrie, my daughter, said, what are you going to the prom? <laughs> <laughs> you- well, that's the last time I got dressed up like this. <laughs> uh, I, it, black tuxedo? Black tuxedo. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know why. I, I, I wanted to wear a suit. But uh-huh. I was told I had to wear a tuxedo. You're part of the uh, wedding uh, party. The groom. Time. Yeah, but I was at a wedding a few weeks ago, and um, not as classy. He looked good. <laughs> yeah, he looked good. <laughs> All right, I take that back. Man. Yeah. And he was the father of the father of um, Menon's sister, Lauren. Okay, but if wedding. he's the father of the bride, yeah, he can't wear. I mean, well, I guess he could wear well, the tux. That's actually a good point. Now that you he certainly that. can't wear the same dress. He doesn't no. have to listen to the groom, is what he's saying. So. That's actually a good point. Okay, yeah, okay. so maybe that's why I'm wearing it. We'll revisit that. So, yeah. so you gave a toast tonight. I did. And then yeah. booked it. Booked it. Did you get a helicopter? No, I they're very, very affordable. Very affordable. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the 08 team was here in town today. Did yeah. you oh, really? I did. I, I, did. I, I will tell There's you this. There's a few of those guys that can afford it. As I'm yeah. driving today, I was like, you know what would be cool right now? 
a helicopter. A helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> and in, as I'm driving, I'm like, you know, it's very affordable. Very affordable. There's nobody in the car except for me. <laughs> is there a is there a spot to land it around here? I was thinking actually the top of the uh, live casino. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> right on the parking deck there. Yeah, I that. think you have to be somewhat clear that you have to be cleared for that kind of it thing. It would right? not have happened within a half hour. We could have cleared them. What's that? Billy, Billy Joel helicopters. Yeah. I could have used Billy Joel's. Yeah, very yeah. affordable. Yeah. Where does he land it? So that's what I'm concerned about. I don't want to put undue stress on the parking garage. That could be bad. No, could you know. be bad. Yeah. Um, he doesn't just helicopter into the field. I know that. <laughs> that's certainly. You never know. <laughs> that would have been cool, Tom. That, that would have be been cool. cool. Hey, everybody, I'm here. Instead of the leapfrogs Who's coming that down, John it's, Candy looking guy, <laughs> T Mac in a helicopter. Actually, so I walked in, and the LeapFrog's bags were sitting there. And um, you ever see the Chick-fil-A delivery bags? They kind of looked like that. Really? Yeah. They're, they were here? Yeah. No, oh. in the tunnel? Yeah. Those are not the LeapFrog's. Oh, what are that's they? The, that's for the flag. That was actually Chick-fil-A. Those are the bags oh. for the flag. <laughs> <laughs> Should have grabbed them. Those big, yeah. soft-sided oh, big yeah. cases, those are the bags for the flags. Oh. That flag, that's you by investigated. the way. We were Rob Brooks and I were getting a ride back from uh, interviewing the great Matt Stairs before his first pitch, and uh, we're, we're riding through Where the bowels. He? Well, he was out on uh, CV Way, oh, okay. uh, getting ready to go on stage. We were underneath. Is he performing uh, now? We he is. Oh. Yeah, he's easy top. You know, cover band, yeah. and and, and we're, we're in the bowels of, of C, uh, Citizens Bank. That flag goes on forever. It was from. Scott? I'm told it takes t- two and a half hours minimum to put that thing together. It was incredible. It went on. Uh, there must have been 60 Marines that, that were involved in, in carrying that thing. Out yeah, on, there's out like the three people involved in putting it together, three <laughs> yeah, or four really? people. They, Which is they, why it takes two and a half hours. Yeah, well, they, have to add, they end up enlisting some help, I think. But they have to snap the whole thing together. Like every star, the, all the stripes wow. have to be put together. Hmm. Or whatever. Yeah, but it, it um, was cool. It, it it stretched from the what the visitors' clubhouse all the way down to the the foul pole. It seemed like it was it was pretty nuts. impressive. It was nuts. Yeah, and it, certainly a cool scene. Yeah, it looked perfect down on the field it really and, did. and the uh, color guard with all the flags. Not a snap missed. Oh my gosh! What it a looked, job. It was perfect. No matter what, it looked missed. awesome. A snap. Oh. <laughs> Larry's playing. Larry, you want me to play snaps? Larry has joined the round table. <laughs> <laughs> Have any pets? <laughs> I have a six-year-old. I thought Larry left. No, nah, he'd never do that. It's all tied no. up and ready to go. No. I'm Did ready get, to go, though. You got the pitching matchups all set for tomorrow? Eh, not really. <laughs> Getting there. Working on it. Well, I'll tell you. Uh, final thought, T-Mac, on this one. The importance of, of, you know, we talk about it. You look at the numbers. You cross your fingers. You hope that uh, that you're able to get game three. But now that it's in the can, it's a 2-1 lead. Well, you, Pretty you, darn important. You continue to assure home field advantage. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a sure. huge – and this is an advantage. It is a home field advantage. So, by winning tonight, you know, obviously, um, you're putting a lot of pressure on them. You, you put a lot of pressure on those yeah. guys because let's say they pull out a win tomorrow, then <laughs> – you know, we saw what happened with the Braves last week. Not trying to get too far ahead of ourselves. but Yeah, I mean, so I really felt like going into this game today that if, if whoever won tonight's game, both teams were headed for a bullpen game that brings a lot of uncertainty. Yes. And what happens with that is that if you're down 2-1 and you're going into that bullpen game with a lot of uncertainty, you probably play with a little more tension. Mm-hmm. And I would guess the Phillies would play a little more relaxed tomorrow being up one rather than down one. I, who knows? Maybe 
maybe it won't affect the Padres at all. But you you get into a spot. I mean, the the I think most people that you asked, and including a lot of Padres people, they felt very confident about tonight because of the pitching sure. matchup. Right. Yeah, they felt very highly about Musgrove against Suarez. They seem to forget that Suarez pitched a really good game against the Padres earlier yeah. this year. And I get it. He hasn't been the last couple of starts. Who knows what all is going on there. But the last couple of starts wasn't that great. Mm-hmm. Tonight, right out of the gate, you had the sense he was going to be way better tonight. And, uh, and I mean, again, I think you go into tomorrow, there's a lot of uncertainty for the Padres. And, and if, you, if you don't win tomorrow, you know that Wheeler is staring you in the face for game five. That certainly would be a good situation for the Phils. Larry, you've been yeah. in this situation before. Just how important is it to have that, uh, that mental advantage in addition to the 2-1 advantage that's, that's tangible? I think that what happens is the, the other team, San Diego, the other team has a tendency to put more pressure on themselves. Swinging a little more, chasing balls a little more, trying to do a little too much. Um, to have that advantage, it's like, well, we can't lose tomorrow because they got Wheeler Sunday. I mean, and that, all that stuff goes in your head. Yeah. I'm not saying that, that that's what they're thinking or that they're not still confident they can come back and win this series, which they certainly can. Um, it's right. not like it hasn't happened before sure, uh, a number of times. But uh, I, it's definitely just it's such a big advantage. Uh, and, and with the crowd, with the fans, I think it – that just makes a big difference. It really does. Yeah, totally agree. I, yeah. Think, I think we've seen that. It's Three obvious. of the last four times, an, LC, an NLCS has been tied heading into game three. The game three winner did not advance to the World Series. Yeah. Two out yep. of three times? Three out of four. Three out of the last three four, of the last four, four times. times. Oh, now, overall, four. the numbers are good. I mean, you yeah. go back for a longer stretch, bigger sample. The numbers favor the team that, you know, after you split the first two, the team that goes up 2-1 in game three. Let's go with a, those numbers. Has an advantage. Well, well I, wonder, I, I wonder if it's because the game's changed because there are there is a bullpen game. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I wonder if that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's what changed and, things. And this year is a, is a very different situation because there's not a break. Yeah. There's not that second yeah. day off. And so this could, you know, who knows? Who knows how this um, plays out? But. I just I wonder about Alvarado and Dominguez. And it, for me personally, it was the second day after throwing a lot of pitches. Where I, I would, for me, I would have been, I would be better tomorrow if I was one of those guys than I would be on Sunday. Okay. But yeah, everybody's different, and things things happen differently. They train differently. So who knows? Hopefully, they're fine by Sunday. Yeah. Worth mentioning, uh, Scott mentioned it on the broadcast, but the first six-out save for a Phillies reliever mm-hmm. in the postseason since 1980, Tug McGraw, I think we all remember it. that one. Um, let's hope it all finishes up the same way. Exactly you know, right. You know, we'll, we'll wait to get Dogs that. Dogs on the field. Might as well. But uh, good job by Sir Anthony Dominguez tonight. Good job by the Phils. They win it 4-2. to two. That'll do it for the roundtable edition of, uh, well, this portion of the roundtable uh, here on a Friday night. Uh, Tom McCarthy joining us. Thank you, Larry Anderson. Yes, sir. Scott Fransky as well. Hey, Tom. All the best yeah. for Patrick yeah, thank you. and the McCarthy thank family. You, thank, you, thank you. Have a have an awesome day tomorrow. I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Slante, as they say. Yeah, I almost said that today, but I, but I didn't know if it was Siante or Slante. Slante. Ask yeah. Patrick to save me a slice of cake, will you? Yeah, we will. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Freeze it. It's good luck. That's, that's what you do. That's what you do. All right, we're going to take a quick break, but Rob Thompson coming up on the other side. The audio highlights as well as we put a wrap on this uh, Friday night edition of a winning postseason edition of the postgame show here on the Phillies Radio Network.